This podcast is brought to you by Good Episode Productions. And it's not like just anyone can say that. Gabagool. 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 I don't eat my wife's pussy. There we go. That's the start of the recording. <laughs> Fellas, is it gay to eat your wife's pussy? That's what like my favorite musician DJ Carrot said is that he doesn't eat his wife's pussy because he's the king and he wants to be treated <laughs> as a king but he won't like King's do that pussy. to his wife. Cunnilingi? More like Cunnilinguini, am I right, boys? Ferenc is going to learn how to do it as soon as he gets the book, and then he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big I get so excited yeah. when uh, when it was like they're doing it with their feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course you do, yeah. <laughs> You're very curious if you're like, huh? That's so, ooh. <laughs> Pratchett knew Teach about me that. these ways. Uh-huh. God, but he really does have like a fur thing, right? Like a secret. He does. Secretly. It comes up a lot. Like it yeah. comes up a lot more than I remembered for sure. <laughs> it's because you're looking for it now. <laughs> 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 you're just, like, it's waiting true. for another uh, ref. Uh, Chrissy posted like in the the HQ Discord. Has anyone listened to the Bigfoot story at the end of the last Bunta Vista? Like in the podcasting channel. I have never listened to Bunta Vista, but like <laughs> they spelled Bigfoot in like two separate <laughs> words. <laughs> So I'm like, <laughs> you had me at foot. <laughs> yeah, but Bunta Vista. I sort of vaguely know it because of like Trash Future connections. Yeah, but that's they, it, really. Yeah. They connect with Trash Future and QAnon Anonymous a lot, yeah. but I've never actually listened to it. I, I have it. I subscribed to it and I have like a few episodes downloaded. I just never gotten around to actually listening to it. Lardy Dar, mm-hmm. Mr. Fancy Man, with enough space on his phone to download multiple <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I have, look, I have an Android phone, so I can put in an SD card. Yeah, me too. I mean, me um, too. <laughs> but well, get good. Let me download things to the to the SD card. That's fucked up. Okay, I can only download fucked. podcasts. Like I Wait, can't. Maybe, maybe it can. Maybe I've just I mean, probably. You just never tried. <laughs> you have to, the trick is you have to change the either. settings in your podcast app that you download it to be, the SD card and not the That would be it. I now realize that. <laughs> this is a learning podcast. I didn't know that you could do that either. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can do it on app, but I'm pretty sure you can also do it on Spotify that, that you change the settings Charles to download to SD card. the same phone. So if, yeah. if, if you can do it, then oh. I can do it. I'll just yeah, I can do it. How. Although I just oh, keep I running low on storage space. I can put it, I can put it on the SD um, Because my memory card is <laughs> mostly Infinite full. podcasting. Hell yeah. I have oh my God. way oh, too many. I have 23 know. gigabytes of images on my phone, which <laughs> might uh-huh. seem obscene. Um, it, it really is. Yeah. Like it's this, I have the same amount of data in images as I do in apps. <laughs> <laughs> I just have too many pictures on my phone. I have phone. so many pictures on my phone that I just like screenshots of like tweets or whatever that I'm like, yeah. check this shit out. I yeah. need to delete that shit. Like that becomes, <laughs> those become uninteresting as soon as I have sent it to the person I wanted to send it to. Hey, and you like, want to delete yeah. it or get a guy? Also, I just take like Forget. seven I selfies a day for no reason. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, no, Robin. <laughs> Trying to, I'm trying to like put you a finger on what's gone wrong in my day. Um, Is it your foot? Uh, can you yes. put, can you put a foot on your a finger on your foot? Because if you can't, it might be a back problem. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Thank you very that was funny. <laughs> that was very funny, was, George. It was very unexpected. Um, we also had a situation yeah, today where this, other this, think didn't, funny. this didn't happen to me, so I can't even be like rightfully mad about it. So we're the place I work, we're on two sites at the moment. We're like mm. between two buildings. And the building that I wasn't working at today um, did like a fire alarm test at 11. And then they couldn't turn the fire alarm off um, until <laughs> they left at 7. And so they were um, sitting in the office and in the doctor's rooms with the fire alarm on all day. Oh, no. And, um, no, you can't do I'm that. I'm working there tomorrow and I'm concerned that... Um, that's... Yeah, that's that, that will happen to me. Yeah, well, also, because it's like, not only is it psychological torture, but yeah. it is, if there was a fire, you would not know. Yeah. We did that but, at, my, oh. at my school once. Um, the drama department, like, burglar alarm went off, which was, like, this really high-pitched noise. And um, our orchestra conductor was, like, psychotic. Um, she was bizarre and she made us continue practicing while this burglar alarm was like really, really loudly going off until my friend Mary like got a migraine and like started hysterically crying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's that's classical music. (laughs) I hope the music like synced up with the burglar alarm. It did not. It was, it was, I think that's probably the most insane orchestra rehearsal I've ever had. Why would you do that? Uh, uh, orchestras are insane uh, yeah i know also if you're doing a school orchestra you're probably more in mm, it's definitely <laughs> insane mm. <laughs> i did orchestra for 11 years i can corroborate that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just like musicians and anyway, enough. Conductors. Yeah. One thing I do like about like my favorite sports anime, Chihayafu, is that there, <laughs> there is also like one of the plot lines in it is that the the Karuta Club, <laughs> like the the club that our protagonists are in, uh, uh-huh. needs to share a space with the school orchestra. <laughs> okay, what? I was wondering how it was related. We got there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I was. But, I'm very impressed though. But the funny thing about it is that the orchestra fucking sucks. Like they play really badly. <laughs> and then That's there's like a, then there's like a point where there's a big emotional moment where the uh, orchestra like serenades them to wish them good luck uh, for the tournament, but they sound like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not badly, but mu- music played with other sounds going on around it can some sometimes have an interesting effect. I was in um, uh, Valencia once for for uh, Semana Santa. Um, when they have uh, like all the holy brotherhoods, I can't remember what they're called in Spanish. They march through the streets and they all play brass band music, mm. um, but they all play different tunes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you get this weird like Doppler effect of like five different. Well, there's like hundreds of well, probably I don't know tens, tens of um, do- dozens of different holy orders with <laughs> each with their own band each playing a different tune at like different keys and different times, uh, all w- moving along. So you get this weird Doppler effect um, and, so and the effect of like different pieces of music being played at the same time. <laughs> and it's at night and candlelit and they're wearing uh, what can only be described as like 
they look like Ku Klux Klan robes, but um, oh, really, yeah. bright, really, really brightly coloured. They're not anything to do with the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen those when I was in Seville in the week before Easter. They have like purple, like pointy robes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can buy lollipops of them, which really <laughs> doesn't seem good. <laughs> it's like, this is my candied Ku Klux Klan guy. Um, <laughs> it's not their fault, but it's still weird. Um, <laughs> that we once did a thing in my junior band where like, it was a charity day where you had to get all the parents of the kids to play their kids' instrument in the orchestra. Um, even if they <laughs> so like most of them didn't know how to play it but they just had a sort of guess um, that, it was god horrific. I can imagine my my dad uh, like he is a professionally trained conductor and he led like school orchestra like not school orchestras um, but youth orchestras for a long time and I can just imagine like the, the violent reaction he'd have to the idea of that even happening mm. <laughs> That's such a terrible idea. I <laughs> know, oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Prince well, Philip well. has recovered from heart surgery, but I live in hope that there will be complications. R.I.P. Heart surgery? So He's up. like 100 billion years old. Why right, would you bother? Like, why are you doing that to 99-year-olds? <laughs> let him go. He's just fine. Let him, just let him He's pass. He's fine He's with been... it. <laughs> He's lived longer than most people, like literally most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's you, too fucking old. You need to let go of him at one point. Like, even if you're as, even if you're fucking Prince Harry or whatever, Prince, even if you're like one of the royals. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying this is a royal hit. I'm saying this is a human being. Fucking... Let it let it be. What if they what if they did a um, cat scan of his throat and then made a three D print of his throat and then made it talk like they did with the mummy and they were like, "This is what Prince Philip sounded like." I think that would be really good. I think actually maybe that shoving my arm up Prince Charles' ass and (laughs) yeah, it's him. What were we talking about, Prince Philip? You know, he's definitely not alive. Um, no. They're doing heart surgery on... But if he's not alive, grape. then why isn't this the perfect moment where they can, like, reveal the truth? Mm. Do you think like, they, they would could... say if he died, or would they just keep it quiet? He's an early model of Terminator, coated in, like, rotting leather. <laughs> <laughs> they can't, like, weekend at Bernie's him for until he's, like, 200. Like <laughs> They can try <laughs> it's just them like taking him so into hospital doing their we can rebuild him we can, <laughs> we can keep him walking Prince Philip's like hand folds down and there's like a gun inside <laughs> god <laughs> oh, my, Prince Philip turning his like you know and the, turn, turns his um, arms into giant knives like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I think turning it into a car which he then runs someone over with <laughs> I think if the royals really loved Prince Philip, they would kill him. Because <laughs> being 100 years old, looking like him, it's not a good life. Yeah, like just put like him out of his misery. He, they treat him like one of their one of their dogs, which I can only see when they get too old. Yeah, take a double-barreled shotgun and run the back of the ship. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they treat him like fucking one of 
treat him like one of their swans, which only the ki- the queen is allowed to kill, right? Just just do what you yeah. do to the swans, queen. I don't think she can. I don't think she personally kills them. I think it's I like wouldn't put it past have her. You, like ever since I saw that video of her driving that big old SUV a while ago, I've suddenly realised that she can do things physically, which I didn't. I wasn't really prepared to address mentally. Um, but now I, think she's not I can, to drive and I know she like did when she was rent. younger. But now I can really imagine her just like cocking a shotgun. And walking out onto whichever lake she fucking lives on, and just <laughs> just shooting a swan in the head with a shotgun, so that the entire swan's neck just from the neck up, it just becomes vapor. No, mm-hmm. I mean they they do a ceremony on her birthday every year. It's like they take a big cage down to the um down to the serpentine. Then they put the two homeless people in it, and they make no, them no. fight. The cage the cage has the queen in it. Hops up on loads of like adrenochrome. And then they, like, pull the door of the cage up and run away as fast as possible. And she runs into the lake and, like, tears apart swans with her teeth. <laughs> I just had, like, while we were talking about this, I had a horrific realization. Is And it's that at one point, my favorite Netflix show, The Crown, is uh-huh. going to get to a point where they're going to have, like, Matt Smith wear horrible odd person makeup and they do and they're gonna do an entire season around like Prince Philip struggling uh, at age 99 while the coronavirus pandemic is happening around in the world do you think Mm -hmm. they're gonna do the Epstein plotline yeah I've been (laughs) wondering this I mean they can't but like what if they what had someone playing fucking Jeffrey Epstein on the crown? Who would you who would you cast? What if it's Scott Bakula? Actually, Jeffrey Epstein. Scott Bakula looks literally like Jeffrey Epstein. That's I don't know Scott, who that is, Scott but that Bacula? seems so cruel. Bakula like the like a penis Bacula. bone. The real answer American is that they won't do it because they haven't done it to any of the other royals. He was one of the Star Trek captains. <laughs> Did they have Lord Mountbatten in in the crown? Yes. Yes, Did they mention he was that not he's a pedophile? Okay. Yeah, they didn't talk about that. Oh, it's very convenient, that, family. right? You know, you could, like, at least in, in fiction, there'll be, like, rumours or something, right? And they'll be like, oh, everyone's heard about him, but, like, not for the crown. I wonder why that I is. I mean, they did have the scene, obviously, where he goes on the boat with those two young boys and is then blown to bits by the IRA. Hmm. I think, I think Are they in his all he, Yeah, he wasn't, in all likelihood, he probably wasn't nuncing them. There, there were other people on the boat. It was just it like got... a ceremonial voyage when it got blown up by the IRA. No, they were um, fishing, weren't they? Yeah, they were, were they? lobster. They, yeah, they were fishing. Yeah. They were catching lobsters. Well, that's cringe. <laughs> 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 Going on my it... fishing boat and getting blown up by the IRA. Just don't go fishing, you dummy. Lord Mountbatten was uh, <laughs> heading out to international waters. <laughs> 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 like, we've got to stop this. Listen, it's yeah. about the implication. <laughs> IRA were the first, like, nonce hunters. <laughs> Vol- volunteer nonce hunters, South Artemis. <laughs> they will also I... kill the children, but okay, it's beside the point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, like, yeah, are we rehabilitating the IRA on this podcast? Like, is that what they're doing? <laughs> Look, uh, you... Contrary to my previous statements, you you do not got to hand it to the IRA. <laughs> no. Etc. Oh, I was going to say something, and I can't remember what. Yeah, do you think like once the crown catches up with real life, 
they're just going to be like having to like live stream the royals at all times and then repeat their <laughs> movements like <laughs> the actors just copy what they're doing well it's like I think uh, that when, something, when two images blur in and then suddenly come and they snap over one another it, the real yeah. life real life the spectacle will be complete then the real mm. life will be entertainment do you think there's going to be an episode of the crown where uh queen elizabeth uh watches the crown on netflix and says that's me <laughs> she does the leonardo dicaprio pointing thing she's got a can in the other hand <laughs> yeah for for whatever fucking reason once when you started seeing leonardo dicaprio pointing my my brain just completely forgot who leonardo dicaprio was and i was thinking of leonardo da vinci pointing <laughs> What, like the Vitruvian man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the queen doing that at the TV. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio just with like eight arms. posing like... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. Let's go. Let's go into this episode now. Um, we've already been hunted by MI5 or whatever for our threats against the royal family, um, but no longer. No, we're just... We're, we're not doing any threats. We're just providing the writers of the crown with some new material <laughs> put us mm-hmm. in the crown put us as, in the crown as a fuck you know how like, will... dasha red scare is going to be in succession season three it's like that <laughs> what? Us in the crown. Wait, what no <laughs> do you not know about this yeah i don't know this is all i know it may not even be true but i've definitely heard this <laughs> It was bad enough that I the lads from Chapel were in this Coalition, but that's like that's worse. Wait, Dash it were they? The voice actors. That's why some of the voice actors are pretty bad. Um, yeah, <laughs> but they put all of the, the Chapel full... guys in in it. Like they they didn't have acid. All of them. Are they going to do the full voice so like the the full oh voiceover God. that they're releasing? Because they are not good at it. Um... <laughs> they, yeah, they'll have to do it. <laughs> Um, what I was gonna say. Anyway, yeah, put us in the crown as like a podcast. Apparently, like uh, one of the chapel hosts. Like, I learned this recently. I I haven't never listened to the podcast. I just I just seen like some discussion around it. How one of the chapel hosts apparently like just plays Resident Evil three uh, while <laughs> recording the podcast. The, oh, they, these right. guys don't that's give a shit funny. anymore. <laughs> That's, I mean, uh, if I could, if I could get away with that, I might do that. Like, apparently, you can hear like him hitting the uh, keypad. Oh, I hate that. That's, no, that's pretty so bad. Good. <laughs> just, no, I don't listen to it, but just giving up entirely. And then... <laughs> I do appreciate the, like the the long history of not giving a shit after a while. Um, I think it's you know it's the path that we all aspire to. And on that note, I'm introducing the podcast now. <laughs> What's that like to I'm gonna cast a spell on you. You're gonna do what I want you to. Mix it up here in my little bowl. Say a few words and you lose control. I'm a hex girl and I'm gonna put a spell on you. I'm gonna put a spell on you. I'm a hex girl. Hello. Hello. And welcome to Who Watches the Watch. Hi. A Discworld 
uh, rewatch, watch slash reread podcast where we read books and talk about them in great detail, and we spend the rest of our time laboring on the land, pulling leaks from the tender soil, sauteing them up in a pan and slurping them down. Um, and I am your host, Chaz, and I am present in body, but my soul was stolen by a corporation that I can't name for legal purposes, but I now work for. <laughs> I'm your host, Robin, and I've heard of an elf on the shelf, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Janos, and guys, I have some very excited for you. My, it's very exciting news for you, my co-host. Um, haven't told you about this, but I actually, Who Watches the Watch is going to be the first podcast that releases an episode in crypto. Um, I have... <laughs> Already I con- oh sent out the Eric episode. I will not look into the environmental effects of this. Uh. <laughs> uh, I, I'm your host, George, and I have uh, information that will lead to the arrest and execution of Chaz of this podcast <laughs> for price-fixing the, the value of Kefili cheese. <laughs> That's right. I did do that. <laughs> Um, Works for Welsh McKinsey. <laughs> um, that's me. I work for McKinsey. That's who I work for. Jot that down. Mm. I'm an analyst of. Fi- I work in fintech. I work in fintech now. I work for Credit Suisse. Um, <laughs> damn, am I crediting that Suisse? Yeah. I've invented a new uh, cryptocurrency. It's just called turning your boiler on full all day, and then you get money for it. <laughs> I would love that. Just um, setting fire to a big pile of money and the money gets more valuable as you burn it yeah am i right in thinking you were referring to the to the matt boars thing <laughs> yeah jesus christ wait has matt boars done a crypto thing yeah <laughs> he he cancelled it after like everyone was shouting at him but like he <laughs> he was like oh i'm gonna release my um we should slightly improve society somewhat meme in crypto (laughs) so normally he's pretty like leftist i have Uh, no idea what the fuck was happening with that to be honest i don't even know how you do that what does that mean i have no idea how crypto works Um, but like also a few days after that uh they announced that kings of leon is gonna release their new album (laughs) in crypto Wait, what does it mean? Oh, yeah, Matt Boz has locked his account. (laughs) (laughs) How do you release an album in... uh, You know what? Actually, no, I don't don't care and I don't want to know. Nobody tell me. I'm phoning up Carlos Savola and I am asking him (laughs) to explain crypto to me. I think because it's on the... um, On the... What's it called? Blockchain. It is unique in some digital manner yeah and as far as traded it's not yeah no you're interrupted no you're right and i didn't have anything good to say so <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah i've lost my thread now it's so, blockchain it's and it's unique Bavarian. digital it's unique digital something yeah oh yeah so it means you it's it's like a non-fungible something so you it's, oh, it's not fungible, fungible. It's not i do know one person else. I do know one person who did um, try to explain blockchain to me, uh, and he was mm-hmm. like, he had Bitcoin, I think, um, at least like a little <laughs> bit. Um, but he also like 
believe that Princess Diana had been murdered by the royal family and also oh, that she was. Russia Today was unbiased news reporting. So, weird guy. Wait. That's a lot of interesting beliefs to like. <laughs> I was going to say, George, like, I, I know I almost interrupted you, but to be fair, you were explaining the blockchain to us. <laughs> Look, no, I wasn't. I just said it was what on if, the blockchain. That's not explained because I don't we, know how the blockchain works. What if we do a podcast where we just talk about, like, how we understand the blockchain? I think it would be really episode. funny if we did an economics podcast. That would be so funny. Mm, uh, without reading up anything about us. economics, right? Yeah, no, of course not. We could call it bad not past. Each each week we like f- go onto a Wikipedia article for some obscure economics term, try and vaguely understand it, and then try and explain it to sure. you. Sure. The, the next time where one of us is gonna struggle uh, writing a hard spell chapter and say, "Guys, I need a week longer," we're just gonna do a mm. improvised. Let's explain the board blockchain episode. <laughs> Nobody's so going to listen to it. So inflation, right? It's when you're Venezuelan and you do socialism too much, so that the money isn't worth anything. And you have to you have to put it in a wheelbarrow to buy bread. <laughs> There's no other you know, context to it. It's where you have to make a wheelbarrow out of bread um, in order to carry all your money in order to buy wheelbarrows. Um, we've Honestly, never done I'd a podcast. Them, I'd sell them uh, <laughs> like bread in exchange for their wheelbarrow because they don't have one and I want one. Uh-huh. It's surprisingly expensive. Mm. We've never done a podcast. You're right, Chaz. <laughs> we never did a podcast that was purely improv because I think it would be bad, but also I think it would be good. <laughs> what if it wasn't even discussion about anything? It was purely just trying to do riffs for like forty-five minutes. That is just trash for you, just Balthazar speedboat. I would like, I, I would like for us to call it that's capital, but capital spelt with a K, like as in das Capital. <laughs> das capital, yeah. Das Capital. Das. <laughs> Uh, Ch- Chaz Capital. Capital. Um, uh, no, done that. Joke. What if it was called Dats Capital? <laughs> Take a look at that oh. Capital. Okay, She's the only one we're starting I got. the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this week we're talking about the second third of Lords und Ladies. Um, that's Lords and Ladies in German. Das um, <laughs> das Frauen und Herren. I um, yeah, don't know what this that. book is called in German. Hold on. It's called Lorden und Ladies. Lorden und Lieden. Ich kann nicht believe ist not ein das Elkhorn. It's called Lords and Ladies in German. Oh my god, you're right! Oh, absolute cowards. Come on, <laughs> I was right! That's really good. Uh. <laughs> but it's so funny because, like... <laughs> Uh, no, this never happens. That uh, this happens every once in a while, but almost never. That this world book gets just like translated literally. Like the 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 one before it is called Einfach Göttlich, which we which you talked <laughs> about, which means like simply godly. Um, which is abroad is called Total Verhext, which means like totally mm-hmm. bewitched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Total Verhext. I'm feeling That's a bit good. Total Verhext. <laughs> total Verhext. <laughs> Total for hexed. I barely know her. Um, <laughs> feet of clay is feet of clay is called empty heads in German. Ah, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> it's an entirely different body part. What are you doing? I, th- I feel like the German market was just like 
we cannot put feet in the title. It's too dangerous. <laughs> it's too horny. <laughs> too horny. I mean, I guess German, unless there isn't a phrase like feet of clay in German, right? Like there's not a saying. Yeah, oh, is feet of clay a saying? Is yeah. It? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. It, uh, it means, I'm not actually, I can never actually remember what it means. <laughs> I guess um, if you were unwilling like to slow? do something, it would be yeah. like we walked with feet of clay. It's like oh, a see. weakness or character flaw, especially in people oh. of prominence. Um, and it's, it's from the interpretation of the dream of Nebuchadnezzar by the prophet Daniel as recorded in the book of Daniel. So it's biblical. biblical oh, shit. so it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're Catholic, you tell me. <laughs> um, oh, shit, we're, we're reading Lords and Ladies, which is a book by Jerry Pratchett. <laughs> Did you know that we were the only podcast that was not invited <laughs> to the fucking Discord online convention shit? Seriously, what's the deal with that? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? The best parties are the ones uh-huh. you aren't invited to, but you um, get bitter about anyway. Um, or something like that. <laughs> the thing is, we're the mm-hmm. bad boys of Discworld podcasting. If we were invited to these events, we'd have to r- call ourselves the good boys of Discworld podcasting <laughs> or the fucking nerds of Discworld mm. podcasting. But instead... <laughs> the rosy-cheeked young lads with a, with a big toffee apple and wearing a sailor suit. Mm-hmm. Robin, you saying That's us a... being bitter about it makes me think we're going to arrive like at midnight at the party and be like, put some sort of curse on the proceedings where we're like, whoever stubs their finger will go to sleep. Yeah, we're going to fucking years. arrive drunk. Um, <laughs> we're going to yeah, wear well, sunglasses inside. Well, listen, as soon as I find out how to hack into a Zoom call, I will. we can do that. Please. Uh, fucking. Go, we go as guests and we just harass everyone who's speaking, even our friends who we know. Yeah, Al Kennedy, uh, John Francine from The Truth Fair, Make You Fred. If, if any of you are listening to this, just fucking sh- sh- send, us that, send us that Zoom link. <laughs> Let on. us get crashed. It would be so funny and probably the most <laughs> exciting thing that's happened to the Discworld fandom since um, <laughs> the uh, Amazing Morris was announced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or some some like version of you in like thirty years would be would be doing like a fandom drama history thing on on us <laughs> gate crushing. Yes, a Zoom conference. Oh, it just doesn't have the flavor though. If it's just like gate crashing <laughs> Zoom, like that's nothing, right? What are no. we doing? Yelling slurs. It's not an empty. <laughs> it's not an empty bowl, uh, empty hall with a ball pit in the middle. No, which is classic. Mm. Um, where's the ball pit, guys? Anyway, lords and ladies, it's um, a witch's book. I don't know. So here's a very quick summary of lords and ladies. We said this was going to be a short episode, but instead, it's just it's just bizarre. Um, no, we haven't had this energy in a long time. It's good. Lords My and head ladies, is full of bees. Oh, I. <laughs> Why are you granny weather wax? Um, no, it's literally. You know my favorite Bjork song, All is Full of Bees? <laughs> no. I don't know any Bjork songs. She's pretty good. She's pretty, She's good. pretty good. Okay, lords and ladies. The Iceland so, simps over here. So the last bit we got to had uh, Diamanda running and she runs into the stone circle and she's like, I'm going to call the lords and ladies, but granny weather wax goes after her. And like pulls her out, but they um, uh, Diamanda gets shot by an elf arrow in the process, and they accidentally bring one through with them, 
Um, so to keep it safe, they take it to the castle and put it in a root and put it in the cell, which has got Lizion in it. And then they hide um, Diamander in one of the bedrooms and put Lizion around her. Margaret wants to know what's going on, um, but they won't tell her still, which is still a great idea. <laughs> Good job, guys. Um, <laughs> Granny Weatherworks talks to Varence and is like, don't tell her about the elf. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll do what you tell me. The the cunning artificers who are doing the play for the wedding go to sleep uh, after getting drunk by the, the dancers and something happens to them. Something happens in their dreams. We're not really sure yet. Um, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's really a great thing that's going to have no consequences. Preparations for the wedding get into full swing. Margaret gets really mad and upset because she's like, I don't, I'm not in control of anything. No one will tell me anything as a witch. And also I hate being a queen. I don't get to do anything. This is kind of shitty. All my decisions have been made for me. <laughs> this dress was made for me. Um, so she she goes off to like have a look around Varence's room to just like see what he's about because you know that they're, they're not they're kind of uncomfortable with each other now. They like eat at opposite ends of the table, uh, like a comedy scene or like in um great great TV show Bridgerton, um, <laughs> which is where the trope originated from. <laughs> um, and uh, so they're kind of awkward. Uh, so she goes into his room and she sees that he still sleeps in front of the door, but just like inside the room now. He doesn't sleep in his big bed. They're just like us. They're just like us. Um, <laughs> he's just like a sad little man and she's like, damn, I love him and I miss that when he was just a jester, even though they had like three conversations <laughs> before, <laughs> before he became king. And she's like, ah, oh, that looks like, there's like a thing on the mirror that looks like one of the flowers I wore in my hair. And she's like, oh. And then she goes and she looks and she finds some letters, which we don't really know what's in them yet. But whatever it is makes her, like, super freak out, and she is very upset. Uh, and she... Yeah, she's not happy. The preparations continue. The wizards arrive um, for the wedding. Cassinanda's there, obviously. They arrive just as... The, uh, they arrive with the post, obviously, which um, has a book for Varence that he's ordered on... Um, martial arts which is supposed to be marital arts because he doesn't know how to do it yet but um, they, obviously it was spelt wrong and they got confused but you know Sean Org is very excited about it he's like I'll learn, I'll learn martial arts the wizards arrive and Wrinkly is immediately nostalgic they have a uh, they have like the wed- pre-wedding celebration and everyone's eating and drinking um, Cassinander approaches Nanny Ark and tells her to go on a date with him and she's like all right i'll go on a date with you (laughs) (laughs) she's like yeah he wants her body it's it's cool also wrinkly arrives and sees uh granny weatherwax and is instantly transported in a sort of semi-dramatic scene everyone's getting in the way which is kind of awkward but he transports them through distance into onto the bridge i think meanwhile Magra is like refusing to get married. She doesn't want to. She's put on the dress, even though she's not going to get married, just so she can see that she looks hot in it, which is like very relatable. She's ordered all the iron to be moved from around Diamanda, which is definitely a great thing that will have no consequences. Uh, the play is put on their play, and it is doing something spooky to all the people, but we, we don't know too much about it yet. But we can presume it's something to do with the elves, I think. I would suspect. Uh, meanwhile, the unicorn is going for Granny Weatherwax and Wrigley, uh, so they have to jump off the bridge, and then they talk about like time and 
dimensions and realities and Granny Weatherwax realises she isn't going crazy, she's just hearing the thoughts of other Granny Weatherwaxes um, across parallel dimensions. So it's it's fine, actually. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Nanny, Nanny Og is having like a very um, sexy dinner with Casananda where he keeps trying to like give her erotic food and she's just like shoving it in um, and she's just drinking whole come. bottles of wine. So <laughs> and Casananda is like obsessed with it. I think it's just really good. <laughs> I love him. He's he's great. He's great in this. I think he's better than he was in um Absolutely, yeah, uh, yes. Which is abroad. I think generally yeah. speaking this this book is better than it's um, better. which is abroad. Yeah. <laughs> I think this book is uh, good. Yeah. And then the only other thing that happens is that Diamanda um wakes up in her room except she's spooky and then she goes and she lets the elf out downstairs. So all very, all very going towards some sort of climax, which is exciting. And that's where we are. Damn. A climax? That sounds pretty erotic. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> Nanny Og and Casanata heading to a climax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to see it. Nanny Og. Nanny Og, great. I want to embody her life spirit in every way. Except for mm-hmm. like the being pretty abusive (laughs) 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 uh yeah i am obsessed with that plot line though just like every time it's mentioned where it's like um she hasn't lifted a duster since her oldest daughter was like large enough to do it for her and now she has an army of terrified (laughs) daughter-in-laws whose name she doesn't even learn (laughs) she just calls them what's her name uh It's just her one evil. It's mm. pretty evil. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. So, Robin, what did you think? How are you feeling about all these plot developments? Um, well, I think it's a great book. I feel exceptionally positive about it. But um, also, things aren't looking great for our brave <laughs> heroes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Um, <laughs> actually, no. Things yeah. are looking pretty great for Nanny Og. She's got a. A nice night ahead of her still, I think. <laughs> yeah, it might be interrupted, but I'll be sad about it if it is. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, there's no way that would happen. One day I'll be rich enough to top up white wine with port. <laughs> there's no way, like, the one plot line that seems to be, um, you know, one of the main characters not taking part in, like, the big plot line. There's no way that's going to tie into the main plot somehow. What would that oh, be? Mm-hmm. Like, coherent writing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. That would be um, not in my books. Yeah. Yeah. I would, um, yeah. Just I've, a mistake. I think the elves are really fucking cool. I think they're so scary. They're really they're horrible, scary. Yeah. That bit at the sort of end of the section where we read where um, Diamanda has let out the other elf that they had in prison in the castle, and he's just like this skinny silhouette in the doorway. I was like, ugh. <laughs> It's it's genuinely yeah. like put it back. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Terry is pretty good at creating like existential scariness. I think. Yeah. 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 He's good at doing. He's very, obviously he, he doesn't take things very seriously, but when he wants to like take a, a sort of fantasy concept seriously, and, yeah. Like rather than sort of playing around with it. He does do it well. Like I think, I don't. Fairies aren't really a very popular thing to write about in fantasy mm. so much anymore. A lot of, in, I know in young adult, mm. 
fiction it probably yeah. is because there's all the sort of horny horny fairy stuff or fae or whatever um, because people have got to be French these days mm-hmm. yeah that's why I voted for Brexit so we didn't have to call them <laughs> fae anymore I guess kind of has become popular because like even though like Game of Thrones made them ice zombies like the the other's description in in the books in A Song of Ice and Fire is like pretty similar to the to the elves in in this book like they're they're also like very graceful and very like beautiful in like an ice cold way right yeah mm. and they're blue and they've got horns yeah exactly <laughs> they look like Darth Maul but blue <laughs> um, yeah and so the, the elves in this it's like the very sort of scary thing about how they affect minds which is a thing that they do and it's sort of how Granny Weatherwax is like their primary enemy almost because they sort of do the same thing but like in a different sort of way and Granny doesn't obviously do it for evil but like they're all kind of ugly like they're not they're just kind of like long and skinny but they project this like brain glamour that makes everyone think they're like yeah. the most beautiful thing alive and stuff yeah. it's the it's the classic Terry concept of uh, of people are like not seeing what's, what's actually there <laughs> like yeah you need Which... to be good at not seeing uh, something that's beyond, but seeing what is there, but everyone else see is seeing like something else, right? Like it's not he calls it first sight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it it hasn't been established, right? Like that it's called first sight yet, but it's basically yeah. the precursor of that. Uh, yeah, mm. she's a really interesting. I don't know. I think it's I I like I like the way he plays around with the idea of people not really always being conscious because there's a lot of truth to it mm-hmm. you know the, people do kind of go through their lives automatically and the idea of the idea of um you know these I fantastical do. things i've seen you eat a whole bag of crisps in like five minutes yeah that's on that, purpose that was, and intentional <laughs> it was very much not <laughs> um uh but yeah the oh god I'm thinking about crisps now, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I told you my brain is full of bees. I feel like I've got ADHD. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's sort of similar with the death stuff, like with Mort, where it's like he becomes more real um, rather than becoming like less real when he becomes death. Yeah. And people who see him are like wizards and witches who can see stuff that's really there and people who can like see things that are, that are more true. Um, and that's the hidden things. Which I yeah, which is the like one of his big things, and I think it's cool in this. Yeah, that and the idea of people believing things having its own power and creating them. I feel like yeah, I feel like Neil Gaiman couldn't have written American Gods without that kind of idea. It might not be unique to Terry Pratchett, but mm. I, you know, it's uh, I've always found that an interesting idea in uh, literature. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to know the name of the wind in order to control it. <laughs> <laughs> God, imagine, imagine a, a book where you you can control magic by knowing things' true names. Mm. Yeah, that's never happened. In that would book. be like if it's someone wrote that book. Aragorn. That would be like a book that has never yeah. been written before. Um, ah. Yeah, I was thinking of Aragon when I read that. Oh, I was like, this is literally just like Aragon, <laughs> um, a book written by a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why he got a publishing deal? Why? Because his parents 
work. Yeah, his parents worked in publishing. <laughs> oh, incredible! <laughs> it was like, wow, this boy genius. It's like, no, his parents work in publishing. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm wondering is how Pat Roth was got a book deal. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. 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 Yeah. I don't know. What's his origin story? I mean, I know that like, you have your own separate Pat Roth. Yeah. His origin story that he was on. He was like a. Um, uh, teaching at, at a university, like he was teaching English or whatever, and like writing. Cringe. Okay. At the same time, uh, and he he says, but it's probably a lie. But he says that it took him seven years to write out the entire story of the Kinkara Chronicle, and then t- it took him seven more years to like write just the first book. But apparently, he has written down the entire story, which is really weird that you haven't published that last book, Pat, huh? I mean, it's also untrue. I mean, it's not... There's no way. Like, there's no yeah. story. No. Nothing really happens. Anyway, this is not the Quote Killer Chronicles. Yeah. Um, but you can't so you should to check that, that out. You get your <laughs> this is a teaser. This is like a backdoor uh, pilot, even though it's obviously been going. <laughs> wow, maybe this podcast was a backdoor pilot for the Killer Chronicles. <laughs> um, anyway, what were we saying? Yeah, it's cool. It's I really like the um the elves in this. They are very fucked up. And yeah. I, I really like the I <laughs> Look you're no. Talking, no, Christopher Paolini, the guy who wrote Aragon, is like a lower evolution of Pokemon to Pat Roth. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Why do fantasy authors always look like this? I don't know. A complete lack of swag. That's that's Yeah. Like yeah. you wanna not wear my leather jacket. I just think if you actually are one of if the... If I was a fantasy author, I'd look fucking cool. I just want you yeah. to know that. It's like, if you're one of the few people who actually manages to make, like, considerable money, you know, you get, like, a book deal and you write yeah. fantasy. Use that money and spend it on swag. I'm not... I'm, like, being 100% serious here. It's because fantasy <laughs> is the most, like, in cell genre. Yeah. yeah. That's mm. true. I think it really is just that. Like... And, like, in, you know, we are doing a Discord podcast here. And say what you want about the man, but Terry Pratchett had a good look. Like, he he yeah. had his swag figured out. Mm-hmm. That is undeniable. Uh, whether his writing is good or not, we'll have to figure that out. But, <laughs> 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 you know, we don't want to, like... Every fantasy kind of author is like, I'm going to grow a beard to try and cover up my face yep. so people can't see it. And I'm going to wear black and I'm going to have like a hat or something. Yeah. I, mean, I guess George, I guess George R. Martin also like, the, I don't think his beard is very good, but he does have a good, like complete aesthetic figured out. And that's, that and that's what it's a pretty have. good hat. He looks like a fisherman. Yeah. He does look like a fisherman, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I think that's like he's kind of what he's going for. stories of the cruel sea in the corner of a tavern. Exactly. But I guess he's like, yeah, he's exactly like he's aged into an age where you can pull that off. <laughs> when you're like young or middle-aged, you can't do it. I think if you're like a fantasy author that's like, I look cool and I'm going to dress like a like an aging rock star like Neil Gaiman, uh-huh. he just turns you into the world's worst person. <laughs> who's unbearable to be around <laughs> so maybe it's, like it's the, better that they do this the, it's the the male equivalent of that poem of when i am old i shall wear purple yeah <laughs> but when i when i'm old i shall wear a leather jacket some sort some form of hat and a large and unkempt beard 
<laughs> but like on, on the other end of the spectrum before we close out this um red fantasy author's looks <laughs> i um <laughs> after doing the quad killer chronicle uh you get one for the past few weeks and um two of my co-hosts kept insisting that brandon sanderson is good <laughs> so i have been swayed into buying the way of kings i have that here on my desk right now it's only like a thousand and two hundred pages long but that guy has like the, <laughs> the look of someone who has completely given up but like not in a way he's of, a moment yeah i guess <laughs> i've met him i've met him in I- irl he was very nice for a moment i mean mormons are famously nice i learned that from south park I uh i mean yeah i mean like outwardly but i think he was genuinely very sincere i think <laughs> Um, Way of Kings does slap though, so have fun with that. <laughs> I will. Some unacceptable uh, microaggressions against the Mormons there, Chaz. I have no, I stand no by, cares. I stand by Look. you on those. <laughs> Look, there's no reprehensible things in that religion at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't um, think we have any Mormon listeners. I mean, we could. We, how would we know? <laughs> Um, if do you, do you to... know every single one of our listeners? I don't. We have like 150 <laughs> listeners, and I don't know anything about them. It's the homophobia that they had to say, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, this one, this podcast is for us." It's because we insulted the Pope, and they were like, "Yes." Yeah, we insulted they, gays and like Catholics, the and they were like, "Fuck yes." <laughs> Did you know that God made people uh, different races because it was a punishment? Uh, yeah, that's what Mormons believe. It's cool. It's normal. It's a cool religion. Um, also, you have to go and do fucking missionary work, which isn't just like modern colonialism. Anyway, um, this is a funny podcast where we talk about humor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we we were able to put our hit new like Aesobab uh, segment, Hot or Not, also into this podcast. But we're yeah, to I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Just like rating random conceptual people <laughs> as to whether or not they're hot. That's right, folks. It, it's one of those episodes again. You remember them? I don't think you there's know. a single fantasy author who's hot. Like, it's good that we're writing Heart Spell because now there are, there is, but now there is. Yeah. Hey, I'm not Maybe you just don't it. learn about the ones who are hot. You know, they just don't get to be famous. Mm. Maybe they don't yeah. write the good books. I'm gonna mm, I'm gonna search sexy hot. fantasy yeah. authors and see what comes up. If it comes up with Neil Gaiman, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Real human tears. Neil <laughs> Gaiman might come up. Bella Forrest, she's pretty. <laughs> might be hot. Oh, I love she's an nice AI-generated woman. Yeah. Every single one of her AI-generated genes, yeah. <laughs> this is just a picture of Gillian Anderson, who I don't know if she's an author. I don't think so. She <laughs> if she hot. is, it's a side hustle and it's probably not a good book. Yeah. <laughs> I think she could write. She has the face of someone who could be an author, you know. Like. <laughs> Doing She's got an author's bone structure. Julian <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anderson's gonial angle makes her a good writer. <laughs> We're not doing that. I just meant, I don't know. She's hot. Um, I look at her and I'm like, she could do anything. Yeah. That's she could right. play. I, she's, she's the equivalent Diana of an elf to me, right? <laughs> I see her and I'm like, my brain's like, yes, I will do what mm-hmm. she tells me to do. And what if she was in a show about the Royals? Just that hypothetically. Would be and I know it's true and I know <laughs> she plays bad character, but like. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Tough. What? 
Oh, Albert Camus, I guess. But he's not a fantasy author. Like, no. If you want to be sexy and a writer, you're gonna end up existentialist. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I had this. I had this thought a few minutes ago, but we were actually discussing the book then, so I didn't want to bring it up. But you know, the Peruvian man, right? His arms. He's doing the T pose, and then like another one where he's like slightly, slightly uh, imposed, imposed up. Why isn't mm. his cock doing those as well? <laughs> Just hanging down in the middle. Fuck, you're right. Yeah, I want to see the angles. I want to see the different levels. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the cock would change, but I, I feel like the ball physics would be different at least. No, both easy, fine. You know, you can you, you can have multiple ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've searched. <laughs> I've searched for writers who are famously hot, and the number one is Sylvia Plath. Um, yes. Okay. And th- this yeah. article says she may have had more emotional issues than Elizabeth Taylor had been through husbands, but no one can see a photo of Sylvia Plath in a bikini and not think, "Fwa." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like when I think of Sylvia Plath, I don't think of like how smoking fucking hot she was. I think of how smoking fucking dead she was. Like, yeah, she looks um, like she looks average. She looks I think perfectly. she's pretty, but I, I feel very weird nice, saying that like... about her. I don't, I don't want to assess her hotness. Uh, next up is David Mitchell. Uh, what, like then it's Hang on. Oh, that David Mitchell. I thought <laughs> the David fucking cheap show guy. Not no, the no, the Cloud Atlas the Cloud guy. guy oh. yeah. I never, I, I've never seen images of him. David, and now the comedian He just came looks up. like a guy. Uh, Jonathan David Mitchell does, isn't. David Mitchell is not hot. What the fuck? David Mitchell looks like every guy. <laughs> Can't believe this. Okay, Ernest Hemingway. I I have to accept. Hemingway it. is I hot. I have to accept. Yeah, Hemingway but I, I think hot. hot yeah. yeah, I think hot authors got like out of style after like the sixties. Yeah, you're not allowed anymore. No one was hot after the sixties. That's true. That's true. Because <laughs> no, they went into color after that. I guess. Yeah. Um, I feel like I remember Kierkegaard being hot, but maybe it's just his hair. <laughs> Ooh, Kierkegaard. No, he's not hot, but he had good hair. I, I will say that. Oh wait, it wasn't Kierkegaard. What's the name? It's the, it's the that German f- or Austrian philosopher who. Nietzsche. Ego. No, not him. Is he Austrian. The one who. Uh, Wittgenstein. There we go. Oh, Wittgenstein. that guy. Oh, Wittgenstein. <laughs> now that's a guy I do know. <laughs> I did. I did year one philosophy, so I know yeah, Wittgenstein. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I was going to say, like, he most famous for, like, solving philosophy and then writing a book, like, 20 years later, later about how, oops, I didn't do that. <laughs> I, I actually oops, super fucked did up. did it wrong. Oops, I didn't do that. Yeah, this is a good looking guy, I will say. You think, I don't think Wittgenstein's that good looking. Okay. He's better looking than um, David Mitchell. <laughs> I don't know what David Mitchell looks like. <laughs> I'm grabbing, I'm grabbing the proverbial um, boat handle of this episode, and I'm turning it back into the book. Um, what do we think of Verence and Margaret's relationship? Isn't that interesting? Um, it's not very good. <laughs> is Verence hot? <laughs> no. No, he's no, just. Margaret that's the point that they're not hot. She's not hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do think it's kind of makes you think how uh how Margaret is like i liked him when he was just a fool and sad mm-hmm. now that he's king <laughs> and he has duties i don't know like that's yeah it's i mean he sad. has stopped talking to her which is pretty understandable yeah. why she's sort of upset by that yeah she's like damn this royalty thing is kind of dehumanizing and depressing interesting 
It's like, yeah, you're on Yeah. Well, it's because he's trying to learn how to king from a book. And there's a bit that man, that's really funny when he's trying to talk to her through the door. And um, he's like, I, I command you to open the door. And Annie Ogg's like, did you did you try to, like, commanding her to open the door? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, uh-huh, okay. I think you need to rethink your approach here. <laughs> Maybe a little. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he's just trying to be a good king, but he doesn't understand how personal relationships work. <laughs> Super does, so man. he's struggling. He has spent his entire life being either, like, abused or, well, abused, but trying to be funny at the same time. Mm. Mm. True, true. Look, I'm I'm still rooting for these crazy kids. Um, <laughs> they can still faith, figure Uncle. out their shit. I hope you can become a faith hu- a husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's very funny how Barrett's is trying to like learn everything from a book. Yeah, even the sex is not that funny. Sex. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 There's a bit. So, um, at one point, um, Nanny Og tries to give Margaret like the talk before her wedding night, and Margaret's like, "I don't need the talk." And she's like, "To Burns, did the book arrive yet? I need to know from the book." Um, just let Nanny Og tell you; she knows everything there is to know. She daps absolutely knows. So, so many Nanny Og slut jokes in this book that are really good. It's great. I love her. Uh, like. She does well in a lot of courtship. She used to just like spend a lot of time. What was it they said? She spent a lot of time horizontal or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one of the wizards, I think, Rinkley says that the witches are a fine body of uh, of women. And Sean Og tells Nanny Og that one of the wizards said she had a fine body. <laughs> <laughs> There's some some very good jokes. Yeah, funny um, book. Funny book yeah. is funny. Book funny. <laughs> My my endoniol. What does that mean? That means he is funny, but also it is funny because funny. the Welsh need to invent an indefinite article. Damn. No, everything singular, is. He... Also a singular, also a singular word for yes and no. That would be nice too. These are my no. wish lists. I'm sending <laughs> them to the big Welsh council. <laughs> so we need to get back to Sylvia Plath for one second, but okay. Um, <laughs> so I still had the Google search open for Sylvia Plath. Right, looking at pictures of her, I was just scrolling down a little bit, and I saw a black and white photo that isn't Sylvia Plath, but instead it's also black and white, like just like all the Sylvia Plath photos, and it also has a woman, but it says Reputation on it, and it's the album cover of Taylor Swift's Reputation, and it's apparently from an article from The Independent called Here's Why Taylor Swift is the New Sylvia Plath. I think some of Taylor Swift's music is good. She's not the fucking new Sylvia Plath, they're nothing alike. Read. W- it seems like a horrible like a threat to, to Taylor if it's anything. It's especially fucked up for Reputation, which is like the worst fucking album. Yeah. Like, Taylor Swift would say it's her worst album. You know, if we like 10 episodes or so, I think of a joke, and uh, but it's so bad that I can't say it, like as in so offensive and horrible, I can't say it. I'm not going to say it. Oh, but I also have um, to say okay. what I won't say. Okay, I I respect you, but you could say it, and then we can delete it from the podcast. Listeners, okay. George is going to say it out loud right now, and then we're going to bleep it out. And I will personally no, give five pounds to anybody who correctly guesses what he said. 
<laughs> Look, this, this is one of those things that comes to you in a flash. This isn't me being like, how can I be offensive? It's just something that pops into it. <laughs> okay. It's just... Because I'm I'm not I'm not someone who likes to shock people, but I was I was think, thinking of no I'm not even going to say it. I make myself feel ill. I shouldn't have mentioned it. <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself. You coaxed yourself into a snafu. Damn. Um, How's that meme? Isn't it out of date? I don't know. Is that a meme? I just heard something people say. Um, <laughs> Which I guess is what I mean is, God damn it. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I was trying to explain a drill tweet to my parents at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you uh, do that? <laughs> I don't know. But isn't it funny how in how this book, like this really makes really make you think, but this book is called Lords and Ladies, right? Uh-huh. And that refers to the elves. Like that's what they're called. But isn't it interesting yeah. that it also revolves around several relationships between mm. like male and female characters uh, it certainly damn. is interesting that seems like a stretch <laughs> it would be interesting if it was also based very very loosely on some sort of play that someone had written uh-huh, uh-huh. which also had a similar uh hooking up on midsummer's night theme do you guys mm. do you guys want to i'm gonna, night theme i'm gonna nice. confess something okay. to you guys now that i've been lying about um I have never okay. watched or read Midsummer Night's Dream. I just pretend to have um, done that. Okay. Neither have I. Okay. Oh, okay. I've, cool. I've never pretended. Yeah. I've seen it a few times. I've not seen it, but I read the play. I don't. I don't watch plays because uh, I'm a Chad. Yeah, of course. I saw the uh, the Lord Chamberlain's men do it at um at a castle, which was cool. I would love to see you it. Watch the Ritz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I will see it one day. I I promise because I do really like like I I read the play and it's uh, definitely one of the you know this this William guy he's pretty good. <laughs> he has a bright. It's very funny because a lot of the plot involves like putting love potion in people's eyes. <laughs> That's like a lot of the plot. Yeah. Um, is what if you go into the woods and you see some sleeping like teens and you're like, what? It, wow, I want their relationships to work out, so I'm gonna put love potion on their eyes, and then they fall in love with the wrong people, and it causes like a whole bunch of issues. And then there's fairies, and then you make the queen of the fairies fall in love with a guy with a donkey's head, so you can take the piss out of her because she's your wife and you hate her. <laughs> well, that makes complete sense because I look at someone's eyes and I think, ah, yes, eyes, the window to the stomach. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like a glamour thing, which sort of ties into this, along with the fairy theme, and obviously the um that there's like a plot in Midsummer's Night Dream about um funny funny like carpenters and artisans putting on a play within the within the play. Um, yeah. and it's uh, Pyramus and Thisbe, but the whole point is that they do it so badly that it's like really funny and it's cringe. Yeah. Um. Which is very funny because in this, they are also putting on a play that's supposed to be bad, mm. but also doing it badly. Yeah. It's like doing a bad so. performance of the play that goes wrong. Yeah. They're, they're, yes. They're, they're really cringe because they don't even, like, they hit one person in the face with a custard pie, which is the librarian's favorite thing to watch. He would really, really like Impractical Jokers, the TV show. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, you don't have that no. <laughs> over the pond? You should... Uh, I don't know what that is either. Oh, Maybe the- it's on... Uh, what? <laughs> okay. It's an American show. What? It was on, like... You know Dave, the channel? Like, I used to watch 
I can't remember what oh, it was yeah. on Dave, maybe Friends, I know. But anyway, Impractical Jokers would be on a lot, and it's just these, like, four middle-aged guys um, doing pranks on members of the public or each other, and it's it's just not very funny. Mm. That's the... Like Prank Patrol. Apparently... <laughs> yes, but Im- for adults. Apparently Impractical mm. Jokers, the movie, came out last year. No. Mm. <laughs> movies. Why do they make why do they insist on making movies of things that should never have movies made about them? I don't know what you're talking about. Entourage the movie is like a classic. <laughs> just Justice yeah. League. <laughs> Justice League. Do you ever think about Fred the movie? <laughs> yes. That's that's amazing. <laughs> what is Fred the movie? Oh the, the YouTuber Fred. Oh my god, yeah, I remember now. He's like a guy and he speaks in like a high voice and then that's funny mm. and he's like sort of weird and hysterical and they were like, what if we made a whole movie of this? There was a s- it's like, what if you made a TikTok movie? There was a Smosh movie. Yeah. I didn't. I did not need to know that. <laughs> you didn't know that? I think I did, but I think I removed it from my brain. It looked very bad. <laughs> uh- <laughs> I'm gunning for a Paul Brothers movie. God, oh. please. That would be so good. One of them needs Do to I... die during filming it. <laughs> yeah, but like in real life. Is <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Film? Well, the the what's his name? The guy who killed children in a helicopter just puts both of the Paul brothers in the helicopter. Oh, something Landis. In. John Landis, yeah. yeah. Yeah, John Landis crashing a helicopter into the Paul brothers. <laughs> 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 Jesus you, Christ! You use your powers for good, John Landis. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure about this joke. I know. It's, it's better it's than what I'm to make about Sylvia Plath, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um <laughs> what else happens in this book? Ridcully and Weatherwax. Oh yeah, that's nice. I like that. It's yeah. so good, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really charming. Because he's like he's he just like really wants her to like nostalgically reflect with him and be like but what if we got married? And she's like having all these memories of timelines where they did get like married um, <laughs> and, and have kids. And she's like, no, it would have been awful. She's like, I can't tell him how it actually is because he'll just get soppy. So she's like, no, yeah. it'll, be, it'll be terrible and I'd be mean to you because I'm awful and mean. <laughs> um, and he's like, you're refusing to even think about this. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just love it. I think it's it's a really fun relationship. They play really well in a lot with of each ways. other. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice character moments for both of them. It you get a side of especially well both 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 you see sides of them that aren't displayed in other books because it's the only it's the only one the only one where Nanny uh, Granny sorry and Red Cu- and Red Cully both have like romantic interactions. Yeah. Yeah. And normally they're very much in their sort of bossing people around while they eat dinners and snooze mode or being being witchy yeah yeah it's just really funny to me like how good it is because like it's (laughs) on paper it's like oh we have (laughs) (laughs) the best witch and the best wizard (laughs) and they dated (laughs) biggest crossover event uh of the discworld books we meet like the main guy of the of the wizard's book and the main guy from the witch's book Uh, let's have them been like sort of a couple uh, many years back like it's it sounds super self-indulgent right but it's it's just good <laughs> I, he, he, he he treats them both as human beings yeah. like 
They're not. It's mm. not like wow, the awesome power of <laughs> Rid Cully, the magnificent, and the the witchy cunning of Granny Weatherwax. Wow, who could have known it? It's it's Iron Man and Spider Man. <laughs> um, it's like Spider Man loves the military. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if Spider Man could kill anyone at a moment's notice? <laughs> I'm your friendly neighborhood Spider Man who also just has uh, a drone. Really ruined a wedding in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! What if Spider Man had a death note? Okay. Sorry, I'm on the yeah. I'm on like bad taste humor today. <laughs> it's too many left wing podcasts. Yeah. Um, Got him. <laughs> Got him. Um, you did get in one joke, one very good joke at the beginning that I already completely forgot what it was, but it, it was good. Backache, something. Wasn't that good? Oh yeah, yeah the backache it. thing. <laughs> it was very good. Incredible. Um, I like to wax nostalgic about the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Do you remember when we started this podcast episode? That was a great time. Yeah, I thought it was, but I thought it was really lovely. Like when uh, when Rit Cully was like, uh, "How much do you weigh?" and then just like does a transmogrification thing, just like for all time's sakes, even though he's not as good at it anymore and can only do it once. Yeah, and I think he thought to ask. Can you imagine if that had gone wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, and they trans... I completely forgot about the birds they're doing racism. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so there's this whole bit where the birds are... They're crossing the troll bridge, um, which is very funny, and the birds is like in the throes oh of god. a manic episode, and he keeps like doing microaggressions <laughs> against the troll <laughs> by talking about billy coats. <laughs> what if you had three book on a brucer? God. Oh my god. Across your bridge. He's just having a heated bursa moment. <laughs> he is. He is having a heated bursa moment. This is and, like uh, and he ends up like he only gets saved because they like the librarian throws the troll off the bridge because he calls him a monkey. There's like the subcategory um, of Terry Pratchett's Terry Pratchett jokes or like running jokes that shouldn't be funny, but they're incredibly funny. <laughs> and like the bursar is like one of them. Like <laughs> You know, there's nothing funny about a guy ment- mentally deteriorating over the course of all the books. Except sure? when it is funny. It is funny. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was thinking time, about it because when um, Rick Kelly, like, transmogrifies them to the bridge, he, like, sends the troll back, which, like, lands on the person. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's good because I remember when we were reading um, like the book where the bursa first turns up yeah, and you, I was like, this guy seems like he's having a bad day and you guys were like, oh, it's only downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get used to him uh, being in a relatively normal mental state. Yeah. Yeah, he I'm always surprised when he first... <laughs> yeah, I'm always surprised when he like first shows up and he's just like how he is. Yeah. Like normal, coherent. <laughs> yeah. Also, is, am I thinking correctly that Weatherwax, that the, the uh, Arch Chancellor Weatherwax, is that is that was he in sorcery? He, he was either sorcery um, or color of yeah. magic. Yeah, yeah, I think sorcery. Interesting. We might get Nigel turn up later. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, you you haven't read this one yet, have you? This is your first reading, right? Yes. Mm. Mm. Would you like to make a bet whether 
Nigel turns up or not. No! <laughs> Would you like to bet against me, someone who knows what happens? What happens? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, freely entering into this context. Would you like to make a, a bet about the plot of the book, Wintersmith? No! Robin. Um, I will do no Robin. such thing. I only make bets on... Would you like um, to bet how short... many fingers I'm holding up? <laughs> Listen, I only make bets on things I know I'm going to win, which is why I have five pounds on Prince Philip dying within the next six months. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh no. You say that, but I was involved in the fucking Henry Kissinger tontine that was last year, and we were all convinced he would die in 2020, and then he didn't, so no one won the fucking tontine. He wasn't even hospitalised when you joined, whereas I joined at a good time. This is a good bet. He's going to die. No. Yeah. You know Henry Kissinger will never die. He has absorbed the souls of too many Southeast Asian people that he's like horribly <laughs> murdered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just renaming uh-huh. H Kip to Henry Kissinger as Pokemon never going to die. <laughs> I don't think he will. He's gonna outlive all no. of us. Him and Prince Philip. Yeah. The nuclear gonna... wastelands of twenty one hundred will be, you know, tumbleweed will be blown across and two figures will meet in the desert amidst the radioactive storms and it'll be henry kissinger and prince philip i think (laughs) literally every time someone in the world uh makes a bet about when henry kissinger will die his lifespan gets extended by like five (laughs) days i i swear yeah maybe maybe he is dead maybe he is i haven't seen him in a while and he is like i mean i i'm sure i mentioned this a few times already he is from like the next town here uh like he was born in Fürth, which is like a place I've been today. Like that's where that's where my current work is. Oh shit! It's from mm-hmm. there. There's a there's a Henry Kissinger Platz in uh, in Fürth. There's a I think he had that's a statue. Really I don't know if, if 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 it's still no. He can't have a statue. He's alive. I don't think he has a statue. But he is like a he is like a <laughs> you can have a statue. You can have alive. a statue when you're alive. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, I know you shouldn't. I mean, you shouldn't probably have a statue, but like, <laughs> there there is a great line from the band Why about this, in fact, um, which is that only the evil live to see their own likeness in stone. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Only the evil live to see their own likeness in stone. Mm. Yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. Good band. You should check out the band Why um, with Yoni Wolf. It's a great band. Um, yeah, they have great songs about <laughs> so jacking attention in your Wait. pants. They do, and it. I love it. I'm clapping the whole time. Didn't he, didn't he have a song about being into feet? Um, no, he doesn't have a song. He has like a few songs where he mentions the fact that he loves okay, feet. Okay, good. Doesn't doesn't yoni mean like vagina? Yes. In, in like, yes. Cool. Probably, but he didn't name himself. <laughs> his dad. His dad was a Jesus Jew. You know, one of the Jewish people who oh. believes in Jesus. So Christians? No. <laughs> no. I know what you mean, but yeah, I think most Jews are. It's like... kind of a weird one, but like I don't know. Who am I to judge? Um, what were we saying? Why are we talking about any of this? I have no idea. Oh, we were talking about Henry Kissinger. Okay. Yeah, but why are we talking about? Uh, we're talking yeah. about Prince Philip. Oh, bets. Oh, bets. Like, wow, yeah. just like tracing back. <laughs> Like <laughs> the life of this conversation. Mementoring ourselves, and then it turns out <laughs> by the end of the podcast that we are the ones who like gave Henry Kissinger the stay alive drug. 
The idea of like waking up after recording one of these podcasts and not remembering a single thing we talked about. I look, I like go to the bathroom and, and I take my shirt off and my skin is covered in tattoos of things that are just like, uh, what if uh, Osama bin Laden jerked it to hentai? What then? Or... He did. He did just know. Like... <laughs> Someone in that compound did and you know, it's gotta be him. It's gotta be him. Your laws of the universe compiler. Uh, this is this really is like one of my favorite books in the Discord series. Like for real, I, I think it's incredibly well written. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Me too. Yeah, and we're talking about this. I don't have like a lot bees. to say about the middle of this book. I think is the thing, and my brain's also been completely cooked by being um, on a phone all day today. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm sure that the last third of this book, I will have more thoughts on, and I will have more notes on. Yeah, As it you is, will. This. this you will shit yourself at the last third of the book. It's going to be so good. <laughs> it's so fucking epic, man. It's going to be great. I was going to say, speaking of so fucking epic, this book already had like the best action scene Terry ever wrote. <laughs> like at the like pretty much the beginning of the of the section we wrote where like the elves are chasing Granny and Diamanda. Mm. Really good, really well written. Really I was able to follow what happens. <laughs> Yeah, where she like, That's where she like, fucking borrows herself into the mind of the horse. Yeah, and she fucks it up, which is very rude to do to a poor it's horse. So but good. like, I understand that it's so circumstances good. Oh necessitated it. And there's like repeated lines about how a horse's head is already like basically pure madness. The inside of a horse, the horse's brain, and and Terry's right to not trust horses. They are yeah, absolutely. Creatures. They are evil. Like. They're just, like, terrified, and anything they're not terrified of, if they can't eat it, they will find some way to, like, hurt it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think horses are nice, and that's my stance on horses. That's because you're a horse girl. Yes, so. (laughs) (laughs) You have to ask why, though. Like, why would someone enjoy a horse if all horses are evil? And it's because they're big. (laughs) Or or because you you are evil. That may be so, but who am I to judge, you know? Who rides horses? Usually posh people. Mm. What are posh people normally? Mm. Evil. evil. But that's not the horse's fault. Wasn't that that thing that was like, horses are all insane because they have to spend so much time around horse girls? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, see, we've been assuming it's a sort of... uh, The the causation is one way, when it's actually the other way. Mm That's very true. Yeah, just like some girl called Effie is like trying to groom you all the time and you're and you're like, I gotta fucking get out of here. <laughs> she keeps like licking my face or something. I do think um, it's fucked up that we just sit on them. Yeah, I mean it's not very ethical really. It's like I'm gonna get on this like animal. They are very well shaped to like put a person on though, I will you know, say that. You know they've been bred to be like that. <laughs> no, I think it's nature. I think God made them and said, Let that be written by the humans. They are well shaped, Chad. You're making a point. A good point there. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm saying we probably real. we probably shouldn't ride them though because we have like bikes. This yeah. is like you know? some fucking Phoenicians like way back when looking at some animals and being like, "Wow, this thing's got a perfectly saddle shaped back. That's crazy." Yeah. <laughs> and that's why they invented trousers. They invented trousers so that they could turn around in the saddle and shoot people as they rode past. So if you think about it, horses very important for trousers. <laughs> for fashion. Yeah, okay. probably. Yeah. Had... I'm thinking of the Persians. Oh. They had uh, the Scythians had lots of cool gold work 
they they smoked fat weed out of out of <laughs> like bowls. It's pretty cool. Damn, fat I wish that was me. Um, but did the horses? <laughs> I hope so. I hope the Scythians like hotboxed their horse their horse tent. <laughs> So one of those guys who just makes his dog high all the time. You're like, no, he likes it. <laughs> People don't do that, do they? No, they do. Well, yeah, don't do that to your dog. Your dog doesn't. Need I to know high. it's bad. Don't make your dog high because it's the dog can't consent to being made high. Now, if the dog likes it, that's about? a different ballpark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Talking about trousers just like unearthed a memory in me that like I I remember every once in a while, and it's that when I was a child. I didn't know what jeans were called, like in English, because in Hungarian they're called farmers. Makes sense. So like I, I didn't know that's what that's what the English word is. Um and for a while I was like really confused why so many like clothing brands have the name jeans in it. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> Did you ever find jeans out why? Bad. I still don't know why they're called jeans. Because they were bred to look like that. Oh, does it come from denim? Like, like den- does it come from denim? No, I was. Kidding. Yeah, I think so. Denim. Oh, <laughs> denim's a place in. France. I think it does, though. I think it might. Um, I did look this up when I was trying to do like jeans drama um, yeah. online, when I was doing controversy Monday jeans style. Oh. See if I search jeans, it's only ads for jeans. Where's the Wikipedia page for jeans? Oh. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the French word for Genoa, maybe the origin. Yeah, of damn. Um, denim, denim comes from uh, denim, from Nîmes. Denim. Mm, the secret <laughs> of Nîmes. I was Nîmes. thinking fresh denim from the Danube. Genet, <laughs> uh, the French word for Genoa, maybe the origin of the word jeans. God, it says. Interesting. Look at this. Look at this absolute drip from Genoa. Amazing. We people, like, come on. Can't wait to see this. Oh my god. Those are jeans apparently. Yeah, it's fucking cool. It's like a jean overall. I love it's cool because you don't that. it's very funny to imagine imagining historical people just wearing jeans <laughs> is sort of very funny. <laughs> That's what you wear underneath the toga when it gets a bit cold. <laughs> yeah. Imagine Augustus in Jenkos with a wallet chain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh the jeans. You got Claudia striding around in jorts. Italian jeans. He thinks they Didn't look good. He- didn't we talk about this or did we just post about this? But there was like a time when this went viral where there there was like someone found the Reddit where people photoshopped historical people in like modern drip or the other way around or yeah. modern people in oh, historical I, drip. I think that there's a subreddit of... Uh, yeah. Um, God, yeah, there we, was... I think we talked about it on this. <laughs> there was one that made uh, Churchill did. look like uh, fucking Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols. It was very bad. I was gonna, I was gonna say about this book, yeah. um, was that it does remind me of um, the theatre company I used to be in, did Lords and Ladies, but the year before I went there, and it was very famous because in the matinee performance, that's always the prank performance where you try and pull pranks on your, um, on the other actors without like the audience noticing. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, it's classic. It's classic stuff, um, and I think. During the bridge scene, the guy playing Wrigley, like, jokingly lent in to try and kiss Granny Weatherwax, which wasn't in the script. And, like, she full-on slapped him in the middle of the performance. <laughs> you know what? Good for her. Um, I know, because she just, like, panicked and didn't know what, like, Granny Weatherwax would do. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. No, but that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, but like our, our theater companies sometimes like fucked it up because they were like, they were just trying to prank each other, but they forgot the most important part is that it, you have to play it in a way that the audience wouldn't know it's not in there. It's just like, oh, you, you, yeah. you just, it, it, it's only effective if you only prank your uh, co-actors and they have to try to keep a straight face. Uh, the, mm. uh, other than like, if you're doing just doing something wacky like that's not good yeah like we used to have um um, in one performance the backstage crew just posted all pictures of ed balls around the wing (laughs) and and then and then it kept turning up like inside things so like in prop books you'd open them up on stage and there'd be another picture of ed balls (laughs) (laughs) or it'd be like in a cauldron oh it was so great i love the theater pretty good Um, and this is relevant to the book because this is also about the theater the, the librarian play. loves the theater. He he loves when he does. <laughs> I did I did like the gag the the like footnote gag about how uh, the all the Ankh Pork plays even the tragedies had to include um, pie in the custard scene a custard pie in the face scene. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, because otherwise the librarian will throw <laughs> peanuts at you. <laughs> a, a true lover of the arts. I love Terry's like. Terry's attitude to uh to like what is good art enjoyment or, or like you know his his utter disrespect to culture is so good mm-hmm. that's yep. fucking britain baby <laughs> hell yeah it's the same with the crown the crown also has to have a custard pie scene in each like iteration um yeah. i'd love that who they pie mm. that's <laughs> Now that's what I call girl boss. What if the queen pied Thatcher? That would be just like so wild. I don't know who I'd that be could, rooting for uh, in that scenario. I guess well, the that would just right? be women, two powerful women, a rare thing in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Um, tearing one another down. They should be supporting one another. <laughs> <laughs> women supporting women. Hashtag be kind. Yeah. Does, mm-hmm. does girl bossing. Uh, the other girl boss by throwing a pie in their face can't just pass in the Bechdel test. Yes. Um, oh. Yes. They're talking about custard pies, which is a bad ionic object because it it's creamy. depends how left-wing one of the women is uh, before, like, you can decide how feminist it is. Okay. Because mm, yeah. If you're if 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 you if it's too uh, like center or right of center women, hmm, that's that's bad. You know, they shouldn't do that. Or if it's a left-wing woman victimizing uh, another one. No, that that's <laughs> not good. Centrist woman. If you if you're doing it, if you're victimizing a left-wing woman, that's that's, mm. that's fine. That's normal. Please, governor, that's I'm okay. just a poor centrist wench. I'm just asking <laughs> questions about the transes. <laughs> I've never no. had a gender in my life. I am. I'm well, a I'm a. I'm I... a woman. I am a leftist, and therefore I will abuse you, slave woman. (laughs) Get down and kiss my feet. Tell me that there are a hundred genders, or I will beat you. (laughs) We need just some centrist on Twitter, like, doing clapping, like, clapping in between every word over and over again for, like, every point they make. More women of colour in powerful positions and then you you get a left-wing woman of color is like gonna win the mayorship for liverpool liverpool 
as being the first mm-hmm. one ever, and you're like, not like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not leftist ones. No, though. real like, feminism is not, like not a left wing one though. Real feminism is like putting more girl bosses uh, in 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 powerful positions in the military industrial complex. Uh, that's mm. <laughs> um, speaking of girl bosses in the military. Yeah, I want to uh-huh. um, read out this Wall Street Journal headline <laughs> that just dropped. Um, that is, President Biden had ordered airstrikes on two sites in Syria last week, but called one off after receiving last-minute intelligence that women and children were in the area. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you, Joe Biden. No. That's what I call president. Mm -hmm. That means means all the other ones, there were no women and children. (laughs) No. Uh Uh-huh. Famously, never have been. Famously never been a part of an administration that used drones so often mm. that children were scared to go out when the sun was uh, visible. I love Joe Biden. He's mm. so presidential when he told the child that he's not gonna, children are not affected by the coronavirus. It's, uh, it's, so, ah. it's so good. He's, he's unlike Trump, who just lies to everyone, uh, because Joe Biden is, is also going to lie to everyone they tell tell very dangerous lies but um he uh, he's, blue. he's not he's not orange <laughs> the child was <laughs> I'm trying to find a difference between the two of them i don't know lords and ladies mm, lords love and this ladies. book so fucking good um it's a great book as you it's as you may good. have noticed from the, how much we talked about it in this episode <laughs> yeah we like to talk about when we when we like something, we don't really talk about it. <laughs> when it's bad, we'll talk, we'll only talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk only about it. I feel like there were like other bits I was gonna mention. The horses thing I mentioned, the custard pie thing I mentioned. Like, what else is there to talk about? Honestly, Casanander, uh, mm. funny. He's doing it with his feet. <laughs> Good line. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that's such the marital arts joke is <laughs> so, <funny>. so good. <laughs> Terry's commitment to the worst, like the most forced jokes, is admirable. It's incredible. Oh, we barely talked about I like- Ponda. I, I guess. Oh, he's here. here. And this is this is now the real we, Ponda. We like because Ponda. the last time we saw him, he wasn't really Ponda Stevens. He was just a guy. Uh, but this is now he's yeah, here. This is where he starts. He's, yeah, he's Becky. He he likes computers. Yeah. He likes I think science. He'd be Welsh. Mm-hmm. I just always, I, I whenever I read Ponder Stibbons, I always think that he's speaking in a Welsh accent. I just think that he would. <laughs> okay. Ponder Stibbons from Slamados. <gasps> he's got Welsh vibes. Dwi'n dodo Slamados and Raithiol. There we go. That's that's for the the listener who complained that there were too many English people. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, Three. That everyone here, <laughs> apart from me, is English. Jazz, <laughs> you're, 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 you're basically English. You're too close to the border. God, I you can't can, believe I've been colonized see, again, though. If you can see <laughs> yeah, England, so then you're basically English. That's so rude. What about if you're on like the French border and you can see England? If you're in Brittany and you can see England. Brittany is called Brittany because they're English. British. Doi. Yeah, you, can't see, oh, you can't see England from Britain. <laughs> doi. Sure you can. You can. You got very much can't. Clear day. I'm think pretty you sure know, you know, can. I'm 100% on this one. Where do you one. think Brittany? Where do you think Brittany is? Like down. <laughs> <laughs> you very much cannot see Brittany from England. <laughs> Women 
nothing past the Then why is it yet. called Brittany, George? Look, I'm gonna yeah. allow you to claim Brittany if I can claim the Dutch for Germany. Uh, they're like they're basically the called Dutch, so... I think that's called invasion. I don't think you should do that. <laughs> the, Wel- the Welsh just called Brittany the continent. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's weird. Or like, like the mainland. I can't remember Britain. what the actual word is. Brittany. It's called Brittany because it's like Britain, but only a bit. So it's like, you know, a bit uh-huh. Brittany. No, um, it's because fucking Britain's moved there in the early medieval period, isn't it? Too many Britons. <laughs> the medieval period. Taking over our jobs. In the early medieval period, mate. The, the Anglo-Saxons. Oh, no. there's all, there's all Don't say those words to me. You're telling me a gimp fried this rice? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like... What? My brain... What? <laughs> this is great stuff. This is primo content. Gimp like the graphic what? design program? No. No, like the guy in the suit. How would a gimp? How would gimp the graphic design program fry rice? I'm talking about the leather guy. <laughs> Wait, but why? Yeah, why like is, the guy in why, the gimp suit. Why is why is a gimp frying rice I even come up? No, <laughs> I thought I had bees uh, in my brain. <laughs> okay, we've all got bees. I, I had a thing I was going to mention, and I can't remember <laughs> what the fuck it was. I've got one. I uh, continue to enjoy the subversion of folkloric ideas, such as hanging up a, a horse cheer over your over your um, uh, mat- doorway to keep away Yes. Evil. And it's like, yes, but actually just because it's cheap and it's got holes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's iron, so yeah. it's cool. Keeps yeah. it, because the, the elves can't can't feel right with iron yeah. it like distorts the lines and stuff because i guess they're magnetic yeah i was gonna ask about no, thank you for remembering this plot point because i was gonna ask how we feel about how uh magra's removing the iron just just because uh, she thinks elves are like i <laughs> i think she's trying to assert her self yeah. um outside of granny's control which i understand yeah considering everything, uh, I, but obviously it seems like a very bad idea. Like, I understand <laughs> it, but... Granny like, hasn't told her things that she needs to know. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like, on the one hand, Granny could have taught her about about it earlier, because earlier they were like, oh, she won't understand, she thinks elves are nice. But then in this one, it's like, oh, this girl is, like, it is extremely vital to, to like, for all our survival that this girl be kept around iron that it, it is it's just super important that we're mm. that the elves the, the, who are very scary and very evil don't invade it but we're just not gonna tell magret uh, and then it, but it, then at the mm-hmm. same time magret could also be like hmm if granny weatherwax who i've seen be extremely powerful witch and know a lot of shit if she insists that the iron be kept around then i could just like leave it there and you know maybe she is right about elves i don't know i can mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very much you know what it's like you know what it's reminding me of it's reminding me of um great book storm of swords yes. where edmir um deliberately like goes after the lannisters um as they're sort of passing and it's like he messes up Rob's whole plan about mm. like rooting about rooting the, um, <laughs> the, the, the ran the, the the water or what fucking whatever happened in that plot line. Um and it's and it's similar because like both of them are kind of wrong. 
Um, yeah. because because Rob didn't tell Ed Mira of his plan, and Ed Mira also just didn't sort of do what he was told. So I think that's the same as this. It's a classic miscommunication. Yeah, I, I do like that. In in that song. exact like basically on the same page, there's a line where it's like um, Margaret always believed that every conflict can be solved by just talking to each other. <laughs> Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you know, people people do fuck up. Yeah, I'm not going to ding. They could have just <laughs> talked to each other. <laughs> ding. Yeah. Stories are a mathematical equation to be solved, and you have to get the simplest one. Yeah. Do we have any other points on this book that we're going to... Strictly about this book. I think it's fine. Okay, that's uh, <laughs> that's the second set of <laughs> Lords and Ladies. It's a short episode this week because um, some of us's brains are dead, but I'm sure you'll agree that it's great. Yeah. Donate to literally um, kill Robin. You're telling me shrimp yeah, fried this Robin brain? Robin wants us to die. <laughs> she should get fried this podcast. <laughs> You're telling me a deep fried this meme? Oh. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna so tweet that. Uh, if you good. want more of this, who killed Cock Robin? Once... It was I, mm. said Jack Sparrow, with my little bow and arrow. Basically, if you want more of this, you can donate to our Patreon for one currency a month, or tax, or whatever, um, or, and get access to, like, Heart Spell, which is also a separate <laughs> podcast that we do that you can read, which is um, a book that we're writing that's really good. Nailed <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah if you understood what I meant when I said that <laughs> um, wait what did you say I said you can give us money and, and then listen <laughs> 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 listen to our bonus episodes wait, if you like <laughs> they're really good um, <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I zoned out. I was looking up the words for cock loving. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, please, please subscribe to Immortal Incantations Heart Spell on all podcast apps. Uh, yes, where you you can hear all the Dustfire, some of the Dustfire released chapters of the book we're writing, Immortal Incantations Heart Spell, but not all of them because if you want Everyone all of them, it. you have to subscribe to our Patreon. But there's also episodes on our Patreon a, about new Breen movies, so there's so much good shit. Yeah, the, the, I uh-huh. I really enjoyed doing the. Uh, I mean, I really enjoyed doing heart like re- doing the readings of Heart Spell because I haven't written any of it because I'm a hack uh, and I'm a lazy lazy person. Um, <laughs> But I do recommend the Fateful Fridays. Yeah, I, I, I do. Th- I do think we should do a bonus um, episode thing that's just called "That's Capital," and and we try and understand <laughs> basic economic theories. <laughs> we can't. That that's really the fun. worst idea. It's but we have to do it. <laughs> it sounds a li- great. A live reading, a live reading of the Wikipedia page for capitalism. I love that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you can get that, or you can give us, or well, you also can give us five ish currency uh, and get your name shouted out so people know you're associated with us in this podcast. <laughs> uh, like these people. Big flat band. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> Boyfriend of the show, uh, Tom Hank the Tank. Madre Fucking de Dios. Justin Crandall. Mamma mia. Gladio. Milk succubus. Oh, a milk fried this shrimp. 
<laughs> Rising grind means the milk on the Barbie, man. Side hustling teens. A milk fried this succubus. <laughs> Evan DM. Oh. Carpe Evan. And an extra special, we love you so much to um, all the ten euro patrons on the Bjorn Strong in the Arm tier. Uh, Carrot Lime and Slime Simon, you are my uncles, and I'm very thankful for that. Oh. You're our uncles. Just like my real uncle, you slip a uncle. you slip a cool tenner in my pocket every month, and I appreciate <laughs> that. There's a new tier. My uncle's never if done you that. donate 69p a month, I will be posting pictures of my rhubarb plant, <laughs> and you'll you'll get, you'll get to see those. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see a bit of George's rhubarb. <laughs> you want to see? You want to, you want to see my long red stalks crowning through the, through the brown earth? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Or you can join our Discord, which is great, and everyone talks about how great heart spell is, which is why you should join yeah. the Discord so you can feel left out and give us yes. money so you can listen to heart spell. Join the, join the growing <laughs> legion of simps, please. Yeah, join our simp You can army. also... Another benefit you get from joining our Discord rest. is uh, you get to you get to see George's thoughts uh, in the hashtag George Think channel where he posts them live, which then Chaz will post Twitter from the at George Gatking uh, Twitter account. Um, mm. And you might yeah. think it's enough to follow the Twitter account, but no. It's, it's a whole it's a whole other experience yeah. to just in real time like see his thoughts. And they really like they really yeah. hit good on that like second read, right? Like on the first read, oh. Uh <laughs> <Bussy> Willow? <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and then you see it on Twitter and you're like, ah, Bussy Willow. You feel in the know, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like live on, news reports. You're on the inside of an um, inside joke, which makes the joke good. Which it wasn't before. Yeah. No, it is good. Everyone loves it. Everyone really does like the George's thing. Uh, Twitter. Anyway, um, this has been Who Watches the Watch with us, your glorious and very normal hosts with very good brains. Wow. Um, smooth, beautiful, polished, like a crystal skull. Brains that aren't um, filled with beans. <laughs> yeah, there's no bees. There's no beans. Mm. The Mayans there's never no had the technology beans. to polish my brain as smooth as it, as it is. <laughs> How did they do that? <laughs> How did that happen? Um, <laughs> fucking aliens, mate. So, you know, next we'll be finishing Lords and Ladies next week. We never did any reviews or anything of Lords and Ladies. Are we doing uh, yeah, we'll it? Do like, I'll find oh, some. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did Pat do a review? No. Hopefully I won't have a brain disease next week. I think I, think I probably will. <laughs> I'll be still doing what I'm doing this week. Yes. So it's going to be the same. <laughs> Seriously, for two weeks. I don't think... It's eight it, days I, I'm like pretty sure Pat has reviewed uh, Men at Arms, though, which is the book after that. So... Oh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm going to literally uh-huh. assassinate. This is an actionable threat. I will kill Patrick. <laughs> 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 it would be very fucked up because then we can't do uh, the Quoth Killer Chronicle on when the Doors of Stone comes out. It will never come out. <laughs> uh, oh, so you Just are doing the second our- book. Interesting. Yeah, we're we're definitely I'm so excited because see we're gonna do the second book and then we're gonna one. do like we have at least two more things planned that we're gonna do on that podcast. <laughs> so it's going great with like having a limited run, a short run podcast only six episodes. I'm very excited about it. Um, it's a good podcast, listen to it. It's good. Yeah, I've listened to all of it so far, which is listen cute. to Fred Fuck um, Fred says fuck. 
Yeah. Yeah, everyone's like singing the praises of Fred's as fuck, a podcast we haven't uh, <laughs> updated since August uh-huh. or That's July. It's so good. It's, it's the rarest of meats. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's like a, it's uh, like a good wine. It, it, it gets better as it ages. I don't know. Come on. Just, we need to stall for eight minutes more and then we will kill <laughs> Yeah, also listen, okay, to, also uh, listen to Lynchpin. There's Twin Peaks, the new Twin Peaks episode. Uh, is gonna come out it's very funny uh it's gonna be the longest linchpin episode uh it's gonna be very good um also listen to a song of babies and puppies we're (laughs) we're having a great time on that podcast too um anyway uh we'll see you next week uh but until then um beyond strong in the arm is mine uncle cassander get under me uh, you're telling me a, a monkey fried this orangutan. Um, <laughs> you're telling me a girl boss threw this pie? <laughs> uh, anyway, bye. I need, to get, I need to get some manure for this listening to a good episode productions network podcast see the website for more details